Hey everyone, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is Sheree, I'm your host, and I am really happy to be joining you guys today. It has been a crazy few weeks, and since Easter, I haven't even really been able to get a podcast up because life's been really busy and changing and kind of crazy, but um, everybody's healthy and well, and that's what matters, and I hope you and your family are safe and healthy too. Um, One of the things that I have been doing with my time is I am hosting a virtual ladies Bible study and it has been great. Um, Basically, it's this, you know, it's a class of women from my church, some friends, my mom's actually joined and it's based on a workshop that I have um, called Breaking the Chains of Stinking Thinking. And it's all about our thought process, and it's really based off of Philippians, where Paul talks about what we should be thinking about. And I did a short podcast on it um, a few weeks ago. It's called Breaking the Chains of Stinking Thinking. So go back into the archives. It's there. Listen to it to kind of get some background. Um, But it's really been such a blessing um, to get together with my sisters in Christ. And, you know, as you know, I feel like when women get together, something magical and wonderful happens. Um, and there's nothing like, you know, hearing one another's testimony and digging into the word together. Um, so today I just wanted to actually kind of talk about one of the sections of the Bible study that we are working on. And it's called, um, it's an overview basically of who do you think you are? And I thought it would be really relevant in this time because I think that, you know, with everything that's going on, it's really important to keep a mindset that is of Christ and one that is um, nurtured with the right things, right? And so I thought that today I would kind of go over some of the things that we're talking about. And I was thinking I can even post the study notes on the website, faithcoffeeandakid.com so that you can take a look at it. There's also a worksheet that goes with it. So this is um, something that you can, you know, take a look at and think about. So the class, the this particular class, the overview of who do you think you are, we talk about a few things. One, the attitude of our mind, um, our mindset, and then scriptures for building a healthy spiritual habit or sp- building healthy spiritual habits for your mind. And then at the end of my classes or my study, we always go into self-reflection and then scriptures for meditation. And so this particular class was based off of Ephesians 4.23, and it talks about to be made new in the attitude of your mind. One of the things that I do in my Bible studies is I really try to break down the meanings of um, words and look deeper into the context. And so one of the things that we did, we talked about what does attitude mean? An attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling reflected in our behavior, a position assumed for a specific purpose. And so we went into a deep dive um, and, and, and talked about like, what does settled mean, right? Settled means to sit or come to rest in a comfortable position. And then position is a way of looking at or considering things, the way in which something is placed or arranged. And what we kind of reflected on was like how our mind can become comfortable in its way of thinking, whether that way is good or bad. And then on the other part of that is position. How are your thoughts arranged for your specific 
purpose. And so the idea was, was we were talking about, you know, is your mind in position for your purpose? And so when you look at this, you want to think about, you know, what does mindset mean? Mindset is an established firm set of attitudes, a mental inclination, um, or a fixed state of mind. So some of the things that you might want to ask yourself are what attitudes are you establishing in your mind? What habits have you formed in your mind? And what is your mind's inclination? And so this is like where that self-reflection comes in and really thinking about, you know, is your mind in position for a specific purpose? And so what I did was in the class is I broke it down into God's purpose and then the enemy's purpose, because I believe that God has a purpose for you, a plan, and it's very well planned out, right? God has, you know, he's a God of order. So he has a plan for you. And unfortunately, the enemy also has a plan for you. And so we can go in either two directions. We can go to God's purpose, or we can fall into um, the enemy's purpose for us. And, you know, yesterday in our class, we talked about, you know, the importance of putting on the armor of God and how, you know, we're we're always engaged in spiritual warfare and how important it is to be suited up um, because the mind especially is like ground zero for the enemy to come in and just plant those negative seeds and really take you off of your purpose. And so when we look at God's purpose, we want to ask ourselves, do our habits include spiritual disciplines that impact our thinking? You know, I think it's very easy especially right now, you know, um, just to kind of get caught up in the humdrum of everyday routines, it is so important that we practice spiritual disciplines that impact our thinking. And so when I think of spiritual disciplines, I'm thinking of, you know, prayer, reading the Bible, um, fellowshipping, you know, being in consistent prayer with the Lord. Um, those spiritual disciplines impact our thinking. And what they do is they place a hedge of protection around our mind, right? We train ourselves to be spiritually disciplined. We're also protecting our mind from the enemy's plan to kind of invade it and put all those negative thoughts in there. Then I was talking about, is your thinking in alignment with glorifying God? You know, one of the problems with negative thinking is, and I talk about this in the workshop, there's five D's, you know, and one of those is, you know, Satan really wants to distract you, deceive you, discourage you, ultimately destroy you and deprive you. And when I say deprive, he wants to make sure that you do not use your spiritual gifts to edify others. We're, we are put here to serve. We're put here to build up the body of Christ. And we cannot do that if we shrink away from using our spiritual gifts. Another podcast of mine, I talk about that. You know, are we a good steward of our gifts? Well, a lot of times we don't use our spiritual gifts because our mind is not positioned in the right way to use to use our spiritual gifts, right? So when we get into this negative self-talk, We start talking about, oh, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not talented enough. Nobody wants to listen to me. That's not coming from God. That's coming from Satan because God has already equipped you. He, 
there is not one good thing that is in God's will and, and part of your purpose that you're not equipped to do. So it's very important to, to make sure that, you know, you realize that when you are talking to yourself in this negative way, that's not glorifying God, right? Like, so a lot of the things that everything that we do should be in alignment with glorifying the Lord. And so if you're in this kind of like negative thought pattern and it's stopping you from doing what God's purpose for you is, or doing something that's on your heart that you know, that is, you know, God's will for you, that's not glorifying the Lord. So you, you want to think about if your thinking is in alignment with that. Um, the other thing is, do your opinions, beliefs, and thoughts about yourself reflect who God says you are? Sometimes we need to take a step back and really look at our beliefs about ourselves, because a lot of those beliefs may come from a belief system that is not even yours anymore. It comes from, you know, growing up maybe in a household where you really weren't encouraged or you were told maybe that, you know, you're not good enough or, or just whatever the situation may be. Unfortunately, sometimes we hold on to those beliefs and those thoughts and they affect who we become. They affect the outcome of our lives because we allow it to. We hold on to that negative thinking or that belief system that doesn't fit who we are and that's what we tend to live out. And so I would suggest to you if there, you know, really this is a great time to do some self-reflection. Um, really take a look at your belief system and see if it reflects who you are in Christ. Know your identity in the Lord. You know, look at Ephesians. Um, it's a great book to talk about, you know, who you are in Christ and your identity in him. And think about if it matches up. And if it does not match up, then you need to start thinking about how you can change that belief system. Um, is your thinking inclined to go towards um, the list in Philippians 4.8? Philippians 4.8 tells us what we, sh- we should think about. All that is lovely, all that is pure, all that is admirable, um, all those good things that are from heaven above, right? And uh, sometimes we can be inclined to think a certain way. So if you tend to fall towards the negative end of things, this is where that self-examination comes in again and thinking about, you know, why is it that my mind is inclined to go towards the, the negative side? You know, and this is where building in spiritual habits and disciplines come in place because that is going to help you get your mind in alignment with those things that are good, that are lovely, that are pure and admirable. Is your mind spiritually established with the truth? You know, one of the things about Satan is that he loves to scheme and he has a systematic plan in place to attack you. He knows your weaknesses, your vulnerabilities, and he will play on them. And so it is so important to establish and get your mind rooted into the word of God. You know, and that is why part of, you know, the spiritual disciplines and reading the Bible is so important because what it does is it just grounds you in the word. It tells you about the good news and you, you learn about God's character, about his promises and the truth. And when Satan comes to you with his lies and wants you to think something about yourself that is not true, 
you have something to fall back on that is unchanging. And that is the one thing that, you know, is so important for us to remember that the word, the gospel, the scriptures, those are not just stories. It is God breathed. The Bible is living and breathing and every word of it comes from the spirit of God. And it is useful for teaching and rebuking as it talks about in Timothy or James. I'm sorry, I forgot which one. Um, chapter talks about that, but it is. And when you are armed with that, you know, there is nothing that um, can come against that. You know, and the armor of God, as I was saying, we had this class yesterday and I was talking about, you know, um, the field, the, the shield of faith and the sword um, in the truth, the belt of truth and how all of that is so connected. And there's a reason for that. You know, the word of God is a powerful source of protection for you. And when you have the word of God in your mind, your thinking is going to reflect that. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but we did talk about Satan and purpose for your life and the enemy. And I just want to say there are a few things that we talked about in my class that I think will be really helpful um, just to kind of go over. And it's in direct opposition to God's purpose, right? So is your thinking in alignment with your past before you were a new creation in Christ? You know, one of the hardest things I find is that people tend to go back to the past. They tend to relive and hold on to, you know, sin or shame or guilt after they have been forgiven and they don't, and we don't need to. Christ died on the cross for you and me. He took on every sin that you have committed or you will commit. And through him, you have salvation, you have forgiveness, and you can live as a new creation. But if your thinking is in alignment with your past, then what happens is you are blocking the blessings that you have right now. You can't go back to the past. You can't change anything. You only have this present moment. And so one of the things that I want to tell you to be very careful of is I remember, you know, when I became a new Christian, um, some of the friends that I had really had a hard time accepting that. And they didn't say that, but it was the way that they were um, vocalizing certain things like, oh, well, remember when you did this or remember when you did that? And it, it was an interesting thing because, yeah, I remember very clearly. And um, I don't have, I think, you know, we all may have regrets or things that we wouldn't do, but I feel as though, you know, that shame is washed away. And it is there. And I don't mind looking back sometimes because it just shows me how far that God has taken me and how far that I believe he will continue to take me until the day I die. And um, it's okay to look back, you know, and it's okay to see what you were and what you became afterwards and what God's grace did for you and what God's forgiveness and salvation did for you. But do not allow yourself to be chained in by um, you know, guilt and shame and all those things that your past may have held for you because you are a new creation in Christ. And if your, your mind has to be transformed to that, because if not, you will live with an old mindset. Your mind won't be positioned to do the things that God has for you to do. 
Um, the other thing is, again, to make sure that your beliefs and thoughts about yourself are not shaped by the habit of lies that you've chosen to believe is truth. Um, and also, you know, don't be deceived. Um, and this comes back to the truth and not allowing um, Satan to have that foothold in your life. And thinking about, is your thinking in alignment with pleasing only yourself or impressing others? You know, sometimes we are our own worst enemies. And what we can do is we can self-sabotage ourselves. And it's not about what anyone else is doing, um, but it's about, you know, maybe trying to be approved by others instead of God. And that is exhausting, right? And your thinking um, can be in alignment with ego and pride and, and envy and all those things that are so unhealthy for us. So making sure that, you know, whatever you are thinking about is in alignment with God and the ultimate purpose is to please him. Um, we talked about also in the class, you know, getting equipped. And I would suggest to you to really read Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. It, it is so chock full of just what we need to know about spiritual armor on the, uh, the battlefield, I would say, that we face every day. And just really dive into it. It's so very interesting and not only interesting, but it will really help you think about how you have to be suited up every day for that. And, and it's a way of protecting your mind. Um, but the next thing I wanted to talk about was the scriptures for building healthy habits. So, you know, we build habits for everything, right? Like eating habits, uh, cleaning habits, uh, exercise habits, but how often do we really think about building healthy habits for our mind? So I took four chapter, four uh, script, four books, or chapters of scriptures, and I, I talked about how we can use these to build healthy habits for our mind. Um, the first one I talked about was Isaiah twenty six three. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. And so the habit from this particular scripture is to commit to growing in your knowledge and belief in God's word. And we talked about this earlier. You know, let the word of God mold your mind and be a blueprint for your life. And then the action for this is to study the scriptures and apply them in your life. Because the more you flood your mind with scripture, that is God breathed, the more you will plant godly seeds. The second habit comes from 2 Corinthians 10.5. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. The habit here is don't allow every single thought you have to become part of your thinking process. Use discernment and discretion, throw the lies out, and keep the truth. And the action here is to take your negative thoughts and discern whether they are based on lies or God's truth. You know, research the scripture and find out whether, you know, your thoughts reflect who Christ say you are. Um, in the earlier classes, I talk about, you know, thoughts are opinions and ideas. And we have a choice when they come into our mind. We can either keep them and they become part of our thought process, or we can kind of throw them out. And so it's really important to take captive the thoughts, especially the ones that typically seem to weigh heavily on you. 
and really look at them and think about whether, use discernment on whether this thought should become a part of your thought process. The third habit comes from Colossians 3.2. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. The habit here is to be intentional about what your attention is focused on. Is your focus on earthly or spiritual things? Redirecting your focus on what is permanent and not temporary will give you peace. And the action here is take note of what preoccupies your thoughts. When you have anxiety about earthly worries, you know, that's the time to go in God, go to God in prayer, not your best friend. I mean, and I'm not saying, I'm I'm definitely saying fellowship, talk to your people. I don't mean that. But what I'm saying is the first place that we need to go when we are in any crisis, in any situation is we need to go to God in prayer. Because when we go to God in prayer, what that does is we refocus our attention from our circumstances onto God. And so that is a habit that, you know, I think that I need to practice. And I'm sure, you know, just talking to so many people about, you know, especially what's going on right now, like we really need to make sure that we are setting our mind on things above and realizing that this is temporary. Um, The fourth habit comes from Romans 12 too. And this is one of my favorite chapters um, and verses. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't, the habit here is don't base your thoughts on the pattern of the world. Be countercultural. Keep in mind that everything is permissible, but not beneficial. And the action here is the process of renewal and transformation starts by being less focused on self and more God-focused. Ask yourself if your thinking is beneficial or does it promote you and, and does it promote you to doing God's will for your life? And if it doesn't, then it's time to rethink those thoughts. Um, you know, it's very, you know, we live in a very selfie world, right? And um, I think it's very easy to get influenced by the influencers and just because you have, you know, a hundred thousand likes on Instagram, that's not necessarily, you know, the best thing, right? Like it's important to not be transformed to this world because as Christians, we're not of this world, right? We're, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And so keep that in mind because I think that a lot of times our negative thoughts, you know, can come from this sense of lack, this sense of I'm not enough, I don't have enough or, you know, and that causes a lot of stress and anxiety. And so just remember, you know, that the standard that you're trying to live up to is not uh, Instagram standards, it's God's standard. And to, to, to make your thoughts follow that accordingly. Um, and so just some self-reflection at the, you know, I want to end this with is just think about, you know, what habits are you forming in your mind? Um, do you suit up with the entire armor of God? And, and I, again, I really urge you and encourage you to look at um, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Um, is your mind positioned for your purpose? Are you comfortable in a pattern of negative thinking? And, you know, as much as I hate to say this, I think we can become comfortable 
with things that do not, do not benefit us. Um, you know, and, and that takes time to change, but most of us know when we are not living the best version of ourselves. And so really examining, you know, are you comfortable in a pattern of negative thinking? Have you been doing it so long that it's become a part of who you are? Um, and then just some scriptures for meditation are Second Timothy 1.7, Philippians 4.7, 1 Corinthians 2.16, Hebrews 8.10, and 1 Peter 1.13. So anyway, I will post these notes on the website. And so if you haven't been to the website, it's www. um, And actually, I will post the link at the the podcast so that you can see it. but they'll be there along with this recording and actually the worksheet as well. So the worksheet, I call it, um, who do you think you are? And on one side, it, it has, who do you think you are? And then who does God say you are? Um, so this is just some self-reflection again. And I go into also, you know, what is your faulty belief about yourself? Um, what does scripture say? What is God's truth about you? And I just, like I said, I think this is a a great time to really dive into um, some self-examination. And I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you got something out of it. And um, definitely take a look at the study notes. And if you have any questions, you can send me a message actually through this podcast. I'm happy to answer it if you have any questions. If you're interested in getting more of the study, let me know. Um, I can send you some more notes or maybe I'll post them on the website, but um, it's been great. And I hope all of you have a wonderful weekend and talk to you soon. Bye.